Well, hello, everybody. This is Gary Horn. This is Adam Rotella. And this, this is the NWA, a podcast celebrating the past, the present, the future, the history, the legacy and tradition well, of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. This, You know we're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance, and we are coming off of a fabulous episode four. The dealer calls again. I'm excited to be here. Are you excited to be here, Adam? I'm very excited to be here, Mr. Horn. I thought it was a great episode. Uh, we are we are experiencing some technical difficulties. I don't think anyone can see you on the screen for some reason. There you are. Okay, so everything's hey, fine, folks. Everything's fine. Are you enjoying a kayfabe cocktail this evening, sir? Oh my God, am I ever? I have it right here, kayfabe cocktail. But my wife's playing trivia at some bar, so it looks like I'm only going to get friendly with me this evening. <laughs> that's, that's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. I apologize. No, look at me. I'm minus sleeves plus headband. I am as God made me, and he made me an NWA fan. I'm here. I'm excited. How about you? Hey, Gary, I think that that was a fantastic episode. We got a lot of people in the chat that seem to be just, ex just as excited as, as we are to be here. We are growing a fan base week by week, brick by brick, as uh, some company would, 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 would always say. So hi, everybody in the chat. Happy NWA Power Day to everyone out there. It's a good day to be here. It's a good day to be an NWA fan. Uh, everybody at home, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I got to tell you, Adam, I don't know. Like, you could you could jump on social media any day of the week when wrestling's on, which seems like about every day uh, nowadays. But God, if you don't love the NWA, you just don't like fun. I, I feel like that that's that's got to be it because the NWA it's not even like trying to be on in the same universe as some of these other wrestling promotions this is this is just a lot of fun just just good old-fashioned wrestling and i don't care if you're five or you're 75 the nwa is for everybody and it you can tell just by the interaction on social media they play things up on the show they're there just to make you enjoy wrestling like you used to do back in the day when you first fell in love with it. And I, I really appreciate that about him. It gets me pumped up every single time. Absolutely, Gary. I think one of the things that we definitely see from the NWA on Happy NWA Power Day is a influx of social media uh, interaction between fans, between the pro wrestlers, between the people in, in charge of the NWA. There's really a community that's being built right now. And this goes back to what we talked about all the time. It's 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 making it's 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 carrying on that story onto social media. And I think that's one of the things that's so important about the NWA right now is that with this growing brand, they are actually making it easy for everyone to talk to each other and not only fans to talk to each other, but the people that are inside the company to talk with each other too. And I think that's fantastic. No, I, I absolutely love that. And that's what we're here for right now. That's why we're carrying it on into the YouTube. This is the NWA Live at 7.05. Uh, thanks to everybody who's joining us in the chat right now. Uh, I just saw Joe uh, Laban. Uh, sorry if I mispronounced that, but uh, he says he's sharing this right now in the Bust and Open Nation Discord. So we appreciate you uh, sharing it, Joe. 
Uh, there's James Lawrence. We gave him a shout out last week about what he's doing on Facebook with the watch alongs and the watch parties. He's got another one tonight, I believe, at 9.05 on Facebook. If you guys want to check that out, uh, he's joining us now. I love the community building around the NWA. It's very positive. It sounded like I said that, but that was actually me reading Andrew McKinney's uh, comment <laughs> in the chat, and I just stole it as my own. Those are my words. A regular, a regular Abraham Lincoln, this uh, Andrew McKinney. Well, four but. score and 605 <laughs> ago, Gary. Why don't we start talking about the show, my friend? Absolutely. As always, we're going to run through the show. We're going to talk about it. Feel free to chime in. Whenever you feel like it, thanks so much for everybody for tuning in. We're going to do a run-through of the show, and uh, we'll do that for the podcast version of this. And then afterwards, stick around, because that's the part where I crack open a couple of cold ones, and Adam and I, we just start chit-chatting with all of you folks who are here live with us right now. We just carry it on for a little while longer and just shoot the shit about whatever we feel like talking about. So... With that said, this week's episode, it opens up with a great opening montage. Some of the same stuff we're used to seeing, you know, just the rocks quote and, you know, that sort of thing. But then we get a uh, great little recap of Tim Storm's history, uh, just what's going on with him since the match with Aldis and then his follow up with uh, Eli Drake and losing in that match and uh, seemingly getting injured. If you guys haven't checked it out, this is the NWA has an excellent, I think, interview with Tim Storm up. On the podcast feed, and we talk a little bit about where he's at mentally since all this happened. So it's uh, some additional follow-up uh, for all of that if you haven't caught it yet. Uh, the actual show opens up. We've got Jim Cornette and Joe Galley, and they get interrupted immediately by James Storm. He walks out, and he says he is sick of Nick Aldis ducking him. He's sick of Colt talking his trash. And uh, then all of a sudden, here comes Colt. Colt's out, and uh, basically both the guys are talking about they, they've got nothing to prove. James Storm wants to focus on Aldis. Colt wants him to focus on him because Colt feels a little gypped since that national title hangs on the shoulder of James Storm. And, and you know something, Gary? Here's something that I enjoy with the show immediately. They don't wait for their music to hit because there is no music. And they're three feet away from where that curtain happens. So as soon as James Storm starts talking about Colt Cabana, Colt Cabana is able to get out there immediately like an, like an actual person would do if someone was talking crap on them. So he's out there immediately. He's able to interact with James Storm right away. And I got to say, man, that brings, that, that brings me in so much quicker than, than what, what some of these other promotions do, my friend. I'm absolutely with you. That is an interesting touch that they can add on there. Just everybody, it seems like it's just right around the corner. So don't talk trash about somebody you don't expect to walk out because they're right there listening. Everybody's paying attention to what's going on out on the, in the uh, studio area. Uh, that That's kind of cool to see. Um, so actually, uh, Eli Drake comes out and then Nick Aldis follows him out. Everybody's kind of getting in a little... Uh, <laughs> little kerfluffle, I think is the word I used one week. Um, and uh, I do love uh, Aldis here. He says that uh, he's he's hearing what James is saying, but probably James is just drunk, as per usual. And, uh, and then he hears uh, Eli, 
And he says, that can't be Eli's problem. Eli doesn't drink or do drugs or do anything. His only vice is wanting to look just like Nick Aldis. Oh, and let's stop. <laughs> let's stop you right there, my friend, because that line was just fantastic. And you could really tell that these guys are coming up with this stuff on the spot, on the mark. And I just got to say, man, that, that, oh my God, you could just see it in Eli Drake's face that he was not expecting something like that. So I love that. But another thing that I really love about Eli Drake Drake right now as well, especially if we're watching the 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 the, uh, the build of NWA Power this week. Is Eli Drake is in full hero mode right now, and I've never seen Eli Drake as this big of of of, of a nice guy, but still being very humorous, still being very fun, my man. I think that whatever is going to happen from this moving towards Eli Drake is going to be very interesting in the future, my friend. I, I'm with you. I, I still feel like Eli definitely has this little bit of an aura that he's a guy who's looking out for himself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, he's 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 he, the, the whole time they're talking, he's got kind of the eyebrow raised deal. He's thinking it over. He's like, what what benefits here? Like, which way do I lean with this? Because essentially what happens uh, moving on a little bit is that Aldis proposes a six man match. So we're going to have Team Storm. And Team Aldis. If Team Aldis wins, uh, James has to defend the national championship against Colt Cabana, who, uh, if anybody wasn't following along before now, I mean, James Storm won that national title from Colt Cabana in, some might say, less than honorable fashion. Uh, Colt was dealing with a leg injury, and uh, James Storm took advantage. Uh, You know, so depending on how you want to, Look at that. Anyway, Colt wants a rematch, and if Team Aldis wins tonight, then James Storm has to grant that. But if James Storm's team wins tonight, then he gets a shot at the 10 pounds of gold. Now, here's here's the fun part, because Nick says, okay, but if you win and you get the shot at the 10 pounds of gold, you have to abdicate that world title and even Cordette's face kind of lit up a little bit <laughs> yeah I got I gotta say Gary I had to I had to pull out my dictionary and I, I had to find out what that what that word actually meant but uh, yeah but I, I think that that's fantastic man we want the titles to mean something right we want the championships to mean something so in order for that to happen you got to put everything on the line so I, I thought that was that was a very smart move by our champion because that probably made James Storm think a little bit here's a guy. Here's a guy, my friends, that has been throwing around this national title belt like it's nothing, just throwing it on the ground, throwing it on the podium. But you saw for the first time there that it actually does mean something to James Storm, and I think that the champ brought that out a little bit in it. I agree, I and that's exactly what Aldis even says there, is that if we're going to do this, you're going to have everything to lose. So... If you're going to go for the na- the world title, you got to drop the national title. And this is going to mean everything to you to get that shot. And I appreciate that about the champion. Just hold to that 10 pounds of gold at a little bit of a loftier standard mm-hmm. than, than any other world title. You know, when Seth Rollins is out there tossing the universal title around and pinning people with forklifts apparently on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> but whatever. Anyway. All right. So Never heard of that promotion, man. Yeah. 
So we cut to uh, our first little in-between thing, and it's just uh, prompting that tonight you can ask Camille anything, and hashtag ask Camille is uh, on Twitter. So if you want a question answered by the woman who doesn't speak, maybe she'll type. Uh, turns out she's responding in in gifs or gifs if you're nasty. And now, uh, and now, Gary, what was the question that you asked, and what was the response that you received? Oh yeah, I uh, I asked if she would like to uh, come on. This is the NWA and speak her mind, and uh, we got a gif of nope. Uh, well, <laughs> god dang it! Back to the drawing board, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So still. Uh, I mean, you had Camille on. on she was great. Coffee. She 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 was great. Yeah, of course I did. That's 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 kind of why I I I'm like, okay, if if I'm gonna have Camille on NWA Coffee, I better title I better make the title of the show Bait and Switch, so no one is confused about anything. So yeah, but she was a great <laughs> right. guest. I, I thought I thought it was very insightful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's look here and. Um, all right, so the next thing up is David Marquez is interviewing Trevor Murdoch. And uh, Trevor Murdoch says, and, and I know you were very upset about this, so you might have appreciated it. He says he doesn't, he doesn't want Josephus uh, suspended tonight uh, after last week's powder, foot powder incident, uh, foot powder gate. He, uh, <laughs> he says that uh, instead, Trevor Murdoch wants to work for the NWA, and he's just he wants to fight, so he wants to come in and... If Josephus has a problem, let him work it out with with him. Let them get in the ring and let's hash it out like men. And I appreciate that. Well, you know, Gary, it's not just it's not just myself that is upset about this 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 could be suspension of of the leader of the kingdom of Josephus. There are many people in our chat right now starting the hashtag Justice for Josephus. I have I have to agree with these people. Come on, like Cole Cabana's never had some white powder in his face. Come on, folks. Come on. <laughs> uh, risque Adam Rotella. What are you talking That's about? A- what are you talking about? He, I'm sure he's worn. I'm sure he's worn makeup before. Makeup's white. What? what where's your mind, Gary? Where's your mind? Oh, is that what you meant? Okay, like cloud makeup. Like he's like the Joker or something. That's, that's probably what he's talking about. Okay, well, uh, Josephus comes out. He is tired of these humiliations. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and, and all these shapeshifters like Billy Corgan and James Storm. And, you know, just he, he's sick of it. But the spiritual advisor has uh, okayed a lot of violence. And so Trevor Murdoch says, then let's get in the ring and handle it. And so they walk towards the ring. And, of course, Josephus, being the honorable competitor that he is, jumps Trevor Murdoch from behind as they're going to get in the ring. But, you know, wouldn't expect any less from Josephus. Uh, Trevor Murdoch, by the way, is still sporting the red chest from his uh his matchup with ricky starks i think yeah i I definitely noticed that and i gotta say man you know trevor trevor murdoch just looks so different from every other pro wrestler that i've that i've been used to seeing for the last many many years that it's actually very refreshing to see a guy that looks like mr murdoch and to see him still wearing those battle scars of that tony's uh, uh ricky starks match excuse me stroke daddy we're going to be Googling Stroke Daddy on the 
next NWA coffee, by the way. Uh, parental discretion is advised. But yeah, you're going to have to hit the Urban Dictionary yeah, for that. <laughs> well, I, 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 there's many things that I need to look up in, in the Urban Dictionary, my friend. I'm not very hip or cool. The sunglasses just fool you. But Trevor Murdoch just looks so different from everyone that's out there, my man. So to, to, to see this guy and then to actually hear him give interviews because, you know, uh, uh, maybe a man like him, he goes to uh, the, the WWE. They're not letting this guy talk, but I loved hearing him talk, especially hearing the backstory that Mr. Marquez and Mr. Murdoch had with each other. They knew each other for over 25 years, my friends. So I, I, I think... I think the addition of that guy is just magnifique. I agree. I agree. Trevor Murdoch is a throwback for sure. Uh, second generation, I believe, superstar. Uh, Dick Murdoch, his father. And uh, so it's cool to see him get another shot. I think that uh, based on the Lagana interview we had, it seemed like he was almost on the way out of the business. Like he had just kind of given up that it just had passed him by. It wasn't going to um, – be somewhere where somebody like him fit in. And uh, this is a, another opportunity, and it's good to see him taking advantage of it. Uh, and he does. He does great here. And, and uh, Josephus tries to go for the powder in the middle of the match, and Murdoch kicks back in his face and then hits that flying bulldog and a one, two, three, and Trevor Murdoch gets his first win on NWA Power. And Josephus continues his streak. I'm looking like a buffoon. Of looking like a buffoon. The kingdom of Josephus is just looking like a buffoon. And, you know, I, I asked you this last week, Gary. I'm going to ask you it again for all the people, for all the people that are joining us new in the chat this week. You were there at the tapings. Does the leader of the, the, the kingdom of Josephus stop looking like a buffoon anytime soon? Well, uh, it's a difficult question uh, without any spoilers, but I will say this. Yes and no. Okay, but but there is hope. There is hope for my favorite wrestler. There is something that's going to happen for that man that I think you're going to be very satisfied with. Just stick with it. All right. I, I, I've, we, we always stick with the NWA, my friend. If there's anything that we've learned about the NWA is stick with them because they will surprise the hell out of you. Oh, by the way, I love how yeah, Josephus. Said, uh uh, uh, what was the word that he used? Humiliating, just totally humiliations. Getting, yeah, getting it totally wrong on purpose. I love that stuff, man. So funny, so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josephus is. Uh, he's got some. He's got some things coming that uh, turn out. Uh, just uh, it's. It's going to be refreshing, to okay. say the least. Okay. Good. Uh, all right. So then next up, we've got another Thunder Rosa promo. We get a little tease. You keep seeing the word "soon" flash in there. Getting excited about Thunder Rosa. And uh, then next up, Joe Galley has uh, Aaron Stevens out again. And Aaron Stevens just uh, doing his thing, kind of talking, which somebody's happy to point out is a problem with him. Ricky Starks makes his entrance. And uh, he tries to get Starks to kiss his head. I think this I is I, I, I think this is that first ever extremely awkward moment on NWA Power where <laughs> the crowd didn't really know where he was going. I don't really think that Mr. Stevens understood what was going on. Even David Marquez is like, what the hell is going on right now? But it is those moments that that we're looking for sometimes as well. So how, how did you feel about that actually being inside the room? How did that come off to you? Yeah, same, same, man. If I'm being perfectly honest, I mean, there's there's a few moments where the, you know, 
that this is sort of happened, but this is probably the biggest one we've seen that really stood out on television so far, I think, is uh, I, I love Ricky Starks and I love Aaron Stevens as, you know, personalities on the screen. But yeah, this was like a weird, like what, I don't understand what's happening here sure. yet. And, uh, and then you have that, just a, I don't know, Starks takes his hand and kisses his own hand and <laughs> kisses his hair. But then we get a lovely smack across the face to Aaron Stevens, uh, and he tells him that he talks too much, which a lot of people would probably agree with. Whoa, he is a, he is a movie star, my friend. He has to talk in, 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 in inside of all the movies that he's in. But yeah, man, that 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 was a great slap. That was a that that was a slap that's going to come back and foreshadowed things later on. Which you know you got to love that kind of storytelling, right? Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm with you, Paul. Uh, I am also crushing hard on Thunder Rosa. My wife actually said something about it tonight because I was like going to try to get Thunder Rosa on the podcast uh, to talk to her. And he's like, you just water because she's hot. And I was like, it's not just because she's hot. <laughs> but, Authenticity. Uh, <laughs> I love it, Gary. I love it. <laughs> but, anyway, so that's a – yeah. So authentically, that is a conversation that happened today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, the uh, let's see. Next up, oh hey, this is it, buddy. Have yourself a kayfabe cocktail because Austin Idol's commercial was the next part that Oof. popped up on your screen. Oof. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 first thing, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the chat, if there are any ladies in here, please raise your hand. I'd be very surprised. But uh, this is the first thing that I wrote Gary about tonight before we even talked at all. When, when I sent him a little message, I'm like, how in the hell are we going to talk about this K-Fave cocktail commercial? I have no idea how to approach this thing. And I, you know, I honestly think that that's the whole point about it. Yeah, I, I my only regret about the whole commercial is that there is no actual recipe so a <laughs> little disappointed there because this whole thing, you want to talk about awkward. I mean, this is purposefully as it is, but it's just so weird. The uh, Austin Idol telling you, well, your neighbor, she's there. She's lonely. <laughs> she just, you know, she could use a kayfabe cocktail, <laughs> you know, go take it to her. And just like, it's just uh, the whole thing is very like, what, what is happening right now? with this i don't know yeah it was it was just really strange and i i think uh one of the one of the one of the things that i read uh online during this was just uh little little date 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 rapey for people and uh <laughs> you know i i have no idea what the nwa is doing with this but you know we have i i i i again i have no idea how to Recap the kayfabe cocktail, and maybe that's the point. Yeah, Matthew Amato, uh, just by the way, on the chat says, Gary, my seven year old wants to know if you're buying Tropicana Pirates on VHS from Romania. Yes, it's pre ordered and it will be on the way, but unfortunately, VHS is from Romania take six to eight months for delivery, I think. So, you know, <sighs> it'll be a while, but you'll get my full review. In, in, in six to eight months. <laughs> six to eight months. We'll do a full review of tro Tropicana Pirates. Let me write that down on the calendar for you, folks. <laughs> 
All right. And uh, yes, Nick Aldis did tweet, by the way. Sorry, I keep glancing over these uh, the chat room. Would I include these folks? Uh, uh, Andrew McKinney says, uh, Nick Aldis tweets, when Austin Idol was my manager, he once swapped out my pre-workout for a kayfabe cocktail, and I had the pump of a lifetime. And yeah, you said he could mean a few things. I believe I retweeted that. Yeah. It was like TMI, Nick. TMI. Yeah, <laughs> it could it could be many things. We don't we don't exactly know what's in the kayfabe cocktail. It could be what it could be what people are alluding to, and their heads are jumping to immediately. It could just be water. I mean that 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 glass look. Maybe the kayfabe cocktail secret ingredient is Mister Idol's charm. Yes, sir. Bobby, I will have that review to you. I promise. We will. Uh, Adam and I will do a yes. review of uh, Tropical Pirates. Uh, and uh, Jason Kelly is also in the chat, and he he runs the Alliance blog, folks, at the Alliance blog. And so you should check it out. He writes up everything over there and uh, has his own uh, Alliance, uh, the Alliance Guys podcast. So check that out. All right. So we move on, and uh, we get. I guess if we can move away from the kayfabe cocktail, because I feel like I could just spend all night on that. But the Rock and Roll Express do a little. Or uh, go video all package. night on that. Whoa! <laughs> there he is. Hey. All right. <laughs> kayfabe cocktail, folks. That's gonna one of one of these nights. This show is gonna get real crunk. That's a kayfabe cocktail. <laughs> So, all right, we get a video package with the Rock and Roll Express. Good to see Ricky and Robert back. They uh, last were seen in the NWA on uh, Crockett Cup, I believe. So uh, they're here, and uh, they're coming soon as well, not related to K-Fabe cocktails. Um, oh! Anyway. <laughs> so it's good to see those guys. Uh, yeah, and I can confirm I was there. They do show up, so <laughs> it'll be good to see them. Now, what, what, what do you feel about the Rock and Roll Express uh, 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 actually producing the titles on a, on, a, on a different wrestling show coming up this week? How do you feel about that, Gary? Oh, my God. I forgot all about that. Yes. Uh, the I mean, I think this is, this is all good publicity yes. at, at this point. Uh, so... To see the Rock and Roll Express, they're going to probably have a what what Adam is referring to since he can't bear to say the I've name of any of other wrestling promotion. I'll throw it out there: the Rock and Roll Express will be appearing on AEW Dynamite, and uh, they'll be presenting the tag team championships to the winner of their tag title tournament that they're having. And so, I think probably that the rock and roll express will hit a lot of people's radars right after that. And so the fact that they're going to be showing up immediately after this, they're going to be coming to the NWA that that can only be good, right? Like that. I feel like that's a, yeah, man. that's going to be good for uh, them. You know, I, I definitely feel that of course it's good for the rock and roll express, but it's of course it's even better for the, uh, for, for, for the traffic that it's going to bring us on, on, onto the NWA side. Because you got to imagine that a lot of people watching uh, that other promotion just might not know who these people are, unfortunately. So they're going to be Googling. They're going to be YouTubing. They're going to be looking up who, who are these people and that the NWA is going to start, start pop, popping up. And I got to say, man, any pub, 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 publicity is good publicity right now. If I can just get it out. One too many kayfabe cocktails. Yeah, you can say that again. Uh Easy for you to say. Yeah. And 
All right. So uh, next up, the Dawsons versus Kingston and Homicide. No DQ. This is our first one of these matches in the studio uh, where we get uh, chairs galore in this one. This one gets rowdy real quick. And uh, the crowd starts chanting "Stab them up," which is still by far uh, the weirdest chant I, I think it. I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it. That next to the homicide chant, I mean, folks, if you don't want to be a part of this NWA crowd, I don't know what's going on with you. These, th- this crowd sounds fantastic. I can't wait to be a part of it in just a couple weeks. But yeah, stab them up, clap, clap, clap. Never thought I would ever hear that. <laughs> well, uh, the. Uh, the match is really good. The Dawson's, I, if you listen carefully, if you go back and you listen to it, you can definitely hear me chanting boo as loud as I can because those damn Dawson's, I I have a love-hate relationship with them. I love to hate them is what I'm saying. Like I just – I scream you suck and I hate you and boo as loud as I can on every episode. So – the uh, Dawson's, though, thanks to some interference with uh, the wild cards out at ringside, uh, they end up getting the win here. So the Dawson's still, I believe, undefeated uh, on NWA Power. Yeah, man, I gotta say that that's a little bit that's a little bit weird on why the wild card is even getting involved in this match, right? Like, what exactly is it that that the wild card is looking for? Do they would would they rather? face them would they rather do that but one of the things that i noticed right away in this match my man is it wasn't an over exuberance of uh of 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 outside chairs of of doing things like that it was it was just the right amount for me and i don't know man when eddie kingston was getting hit by those chairs when they gave him when they when they when they dropped him on his back on those two chairs and the one just laying right over it man that was a brutal that was a brutal bump, and he that 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 had to not feel good in the morning. Yeah, well, there's something uh, very scary about Homicide and Eddie Kingston. I think if you're the tag team champion, so I imagine that the thought process here is that if they just further the Dawson and Kingston and uh, Homicide feud, then it gets the heat off of them mm-hmm. a little bit. I can guarantee you they don't want to deal with those two in the future. And so probably them just taking out the Dawson's just moves them right up into, if not completely in the number one contender spot, uh, very close. And I'm actually not too sure about dealing with Elder Sour when we go and have some lunch with him in Atlanta. He says that he led the stab them up chance. So I'm, I'm Mr. Sour, you're, 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 you're kind of scaring me a little bit, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, I met Elder, Elder Sour very briefly, and uh, he he seemed like somebody who would stab somebody, just to be honest with All you. All right, well, th- there we oh. have it. Folks, if you know that we go missing after Atlanta, please look up Elder Sour. <laughs> uh, I kid. Elder Sour seemed nice enough, but <laughs> like somebody somebody who would nicely stab you. Uh, no, uh, Paul Lamford says, so chairs and outside interference are legal in the NWA. Not always, my friend. It was a no DQ match. Very well established beforehand that this this was no disqualification. So not all matches are this way. Just, just this particular one. All right. And uh, then we get a promo again. The video package showing us the who? The, the, the question mark. Yeah. Uh, what, what are the what things? Is, what is the mystery here? One one of the things that I've actually noticed, Gary, if, if if anyone out there is following the question mark on social media at question the 
Question the NWA, I think, is his handle, which is hilarious to me, by the way. But one, <laughs> one of the things that the question mark is doing right now on social media, he is actually answering your questions. He's just putting them in question marks and you have to decipher what the answer is. So he's actually spelling it out with question marks and he's spacing out the words. So if you can't figure it out, he will tell you that you are right or not. Uh, just earlier today, I, I, I wrote him a question saying, who is the question mark? I, I received back a response in question marks. It, it looked like he said your mom and I was correct. He did say my mom. So thank you, question mark. That was very nice of you. Oh, I was going to have you say like how many uh, question marks did he put? Like maybe we could decipher. Oh, well, I'm uh, sorry. Elder Sauer says I'm safe, by the way. If I have <laughs> if I have the headband on, I'm safe with Elder Sauer, uh, <laughs> which is a, a no win situation for me because uh, going anywhere publicly with the headband, my wife will kill me and <laughs> You'll kill me otherwise, so I will be dead after Atlanta. Thank you for coming. All right. Uh, Marty Bell discussing wanting to prove herself. She's there with Kyle Durden interviewing her, and uh, I like Marty Bell. She seems like a sweet girl, and uh, she uh, she was uh, also in her my latest uh, awkward photo pose, and she was even kind enough to comment on it, uh, saying that, you know, because I commented that she gave me the mean mug, before and after the photo, which she did, she was very staring at me very angrily as I asked for a photo, walked toward me very angrily, stopped and posed for the photo, and smiled, and then continued to stare at me very angrily. But then on Instagram, she says, that story does not sound like something I would do. So, <laughs> very, very nice of her. Uh, anyway, she's wearing an Allison K shirt. Allison K is her best friend. And, uh, She's uh, going out there. She wants to prove herself. She's Allison Case best friend, but she says business is business. It's time to get things done out here. And so she let me let me cut you off, Gary. What, what do you feel about her actually talking about the 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 woman's champion being her best friend and business is business? Do you do, do you like stuff like that? Would, would you rather them uh, uh, be be at odds with each other? Because we're seeing a lot of camaraderie be in, in this women's division right now. Until at the end of this match, which I'm ex very excited to talk about yeah so i think authenticity is key if she's really best friends with allison k then let's let's show that 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 all of this can only help the story i think as things progress especially uh as this match continues or starts to go uh allison ashley fox and marty bell facing off and allison k comes out and allison k is you know also very forward Saying that mm -hmm. she essentially appreciates both of them, that uh, she she does she already beat Ashley Vox, and so you know she doesn't think she has a shot really. And Marty, you know, she loves her, but doesn't think she's ready for a shot at the title either. So you know, best of luck to both of them. She's going to stand ringside and watch. Um, so it's it's kind of got this little bit of tension, you know, like mm -hmm. they're supposed to be best friends, and Allison's having to be like, you know. Tough love. Uh, I, I just don't think you're good enough uh, to beat me and yeah. uh, get a title shot. So, and uh, well, she may be right, Adam, because uh, this match is a pretty solid one. But uh, Ashley ends up getting the win over Marty Bell, and uh, Marty Bell seems very disappointed. And as she deals in the center of the ring with her 
uh, immense disappointment at losing her, uh, I guess, a number one contendership match. Uh, we see the debut, and the only person who technically kind of gets entrance music, whatever those damn drums are, yeah. leading over yeah. Thunder Rosa makes her very first appearance. Well, let me, let's 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 throw this into the mix. Did she did that actually play inside of the arena uh, as well, or did, or did they just add that in in a post for the TV? That was post for the TV. That was not playing when she Okay, entered. but I got to say, my man, as soon as she got in that ring, as soon as her eyes locked on her eyes, I was th – this is the only note that I have. Thunder Rosa sold. That's the only note that I took all night, my friends. I come to this show extremely prepared for you. But the only <laughs> note that I wrote tonight was Thunder Rosa sold. And I got to say, man, I love the music over it. I love the look that she has. I love the intensity. Dude, I don't know what's going on, but I am a fan of hers. Tell me what you thought about her. Oh, I mean, I was already in love with her before this. And I mean that in the least creepy way possible. I just like everything about thunder rosa's character in general i think that i think that thunder rosa just the stuff i had seen before and this was my first time seeing her in person is when she walked out into the ring at that time um and there's something money about thunder rosa thunder rosa is a star and will be a star like whatever she does she's she's big time and she's one of these people that i think uh, what they're hoping to get out of Ricky Starks, I, I think, is a thing that they've got with Thunder Rosa as well. That, like, despite having the veterans, despite having, you know, Nick Aldis in his prime and that sort of thing, now you've also got these uh, quote unquote rookies that are gold, you know, because in a world where, uh, even though you've never heard of them, there are other wrestling promotions out there just swiping up talent left and right it's easy to think that there's maybe nobody left out there to grab um, that they're gonna get anybody who's a star as quick as possible and you know don't get me wrong maybe after they start seeing what these folks have they'll start gunning for them too but at least right now the nwa has got some really unique Good young talent. We saw it with Ashley Voss and Marty Bell right before this. And then here's Thunder Rosa. Ricky Starks, I mentioned. But yeah, Thunder Rosa, though, there is a presence. Uh, I felt God in the building that night when Ooh. Thunder Rosa came out. Man, so. <laughs> Gary, I love that, man. And like you could you could easily tell that they want to make a big deal about Miss Rosa just because of everything that we've seen in that last vignette. That last vignette last week was so well done with the drums and the cutting in and out and in and out. You know that they want to make something out of her. And my friends, the way that the NWA is producing production is, is, is really taking a very uh, uh, select, select people and deciding we're choosing to make these people get over. And with the right storytelling, with the right editing, with the right music, and goddamn, do they have the right music for her. Whew! Sold, yeah. ready, bring me more. I want to see everything. I want to see everything right now. We are not privy to know what's on Thunder Rosa's mind, what she's planning on doing, but whatever it is, you know it's going to be big. Something, something special is happening if Thunder Rosa is stepping in that ring. 
And I love that. Now, just a little side note, I will tell you that one thing I thought was super cute that they uh, very strategically missed uh, in the video is when Thunder Rosa comes out. I, I do uh, remember that she's standing there looking at Marty Bell, holding out her hand. And there's this little kid on the front row and he's yelling, don't shake her hand, Marty, don't shake her hand. And Thunder Rosa, if you watch back, you can kind of see her. She like looks over at the little kid and she does like the finger wag, like, no, no. <laughs> and uh, just like the kid got super excited that he was acknowledged by uh, Thunder Rosa. But I, I, and, I, and it's that it's that kind of personality and charisma, though, that I think helps make her a star. Well, it's, it's not only that, man, but that kid is actually making these making these TV tapings right now, too, because of his excitement, because he's jumping up and, and doing stuff. I think that they might that kid. It, it's 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 really refreshing to, to, to see that excitement in a wrestling program from the next generation of wrestling fans. So I might not like kids, but I like that kid. Well, well, here's the thing. I was thinking about this today because we saw, if you follow along on Twitter, uh, that the, there was this thing with Nick Aldis uh, speaking to a pro wrestling club at the club at some school. And uh, he personally invited the class to the power tapings in Atlanta and uh, that's really, really cool of him. Yeah. But, you know, all of this talk about, you know, obviously we've we've gone into how the NWA is not technically competing with these other promotions. They're doing their own thing. But part of that is, yeah, like get these younger fans involved. Mm -hmm. Like like I said at the top of the show, it doesn't matter if you're five or 75. They're doing something for you here. And uh, hey, fan, that's a that's a long game worth playing, man. You get those young fans, get them involved, make them fall in love with this stuff right now and make this their promotion too. Absolutely. Let's see. Let's see if I have this, this thing that was given to me at NWA 70. Here we go. So this is a replica NWA belt. And you know what this is for, my friends? This goes on action figures. So you could put this NWA belt on any action figure that is out there right now. So this is propaganda that we're already implanting in the minds of future wrestling fans. So I'm very excited about that. I'm with you. That's that's exactly <laughs> it. The audience of the future. James Lawrence is not a fan of Marty Bell, by the way. I, I get it. I mean, she hasn't done a lot yet. And I think Marty's got a lot of promise to James. I think I think you stick it out. She she's a she's got a really good personality. She's gonna she's gonna find her groove, I, I feel like. I think I think Marty's got a lot to offer. Um all right. So then right after Thunder Rosa leaves, your boy is back, Tony Falk. Waffles and tire irons, baby. You you Paducah, Kentucky. I'm excited to uh, go get some waffles and tire irons. And they got a special going on. I don't know how you could beat this. You buy three gluten-free waffles, you get four tire irons. That's a hell of a deal. Adam, I lost your audio again. We, we, we have to go out to a thrift store, Gary, and, and find some tire irons, paint them gold, and give them away to all of our new subscribers. That's, that's, that's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't come out with foam golden tire irons yet for the next crowd. Forget, oh, my God. Forget Can foam they do that? fingers. Forget foam fingers. We want foam golden tire irons. I'm a freaking merch genius, my friends. Let's do it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Book it.
one day we're gonna have to sell those bells those Adam Rotella we're working on it my friend uh, bells I, I, one day I'll just have to inter- <laughs> uh, alright so next up uh, then we've got Oh, yeah. So next up is uh, Aaron Stevens versus Ricky Starks. They actually have a matchup and a nice little matchup between the two of them. Uh, it ends when Starks threatens the slap and Aaron Stevens gets real scared of it. And uh, the then uh, Ricky rolls him up and gets the pin. Maybe had a little bit of a handful of tights. I saw somebody call that out on Twitter and Ricky said, don't be a snitch. And uh, Ricky does... Uh, very cleanly sell that uh, dab there that he does, and uh, as he's getting the pin on Aaron Stevens and gets the one, two, three. So another good showing for Ricky Starks. Also, I guess undefeated on NWA Power. Yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely becoming a quick fan of Mr. Starks. Uh, just his 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 ability to talk, even though that that uh, interaction today was a bit awkward, but it didn't seem to phase him whatsoever, and that's something that I'm looking for too. You know, being in that enclosed environment and not being phased when something perhaps quote-unquote doesn't work you can make it work later on and then again man we go back to that he's 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 shying away from the slap we get a nice little uh squeal out of mr stevens and and it's 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 callback storytelling my friend and that's fantastic callback storytelling within an hour period of time Ooh, ooh, it hits me right here in the heart i love it my friend and Maybe a handful of tights, maybe, maybe, but we're not sure if Ricky Starks is good or bad. We don't know what to feel about Ricky. Yeah, we're learning as uh, as as we go along here on all of these people. Somebody in the chat room mentioned that he seems like a green rock. Uh, so I could see that. I could see that he's a he's a, he's 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 learning and he's developing his character there. You know, it occurs to me not to take away from Mr. Starks here for a second, but even if they don't sell like foam tire irons, if somebody doesn't use a damn gold tire iron in a no DQ match at some point. I'm going to be very disappointed. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, my <laughs> friend. I mean, if, if, if there's freaking kendo sticks under rings for no apparent reason, there needs to at least be a golden tire iron under a ring. Yeah, or at least show us uh, somebody changing Nick Aldis's tire on the Jag outside and they're using the gold tire iron. You know, something like just, that. Just little tiny... Things like that would be fantastic. I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And Elder Sour points out those waffles are gluten-free, folks, so no excuses. Anybody can go and enjoy some uh, tasty waffles. All right. And the final match of this week was Team Aldis versus Team Storm. And uh, that was Team Aldis was Colt and Ken Anderson and Nick Aldis, obviously, versus James Storm and the Wild Cards. And, uh... It was a pretty good little six-man tag team action. We haven't seen anything like that so far on NWA Power, and uh, it goes a little wild. At one point, everybody's down. The crowd starts chanting NWA, so that's that's a good promising sign, I think. Yeah, probably probably a great sign. I mean, if 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 if, if people can start to get that small studio audience into it that much, I, I believe that was what probably the the third hour of taping that day, Gary. So people are yeah. already people have already been in the, been in the building for three hours. That was probably a very good match that people were looking forward to. It was a match that no one has seen yet. So yeah, to get a crowd up after three hours of wrestling and still chant and still cheer for for the promotion, dude. NWA is golden right now. 
Yeah, as Andrew McKinney points out in the chat room, it is a very fast-paced and high stakes. So that's that's good. And of course, the stakes play out as uh, Cole Cabana ends up getting the pin over Thomas Latimer and earning himself a shot at the national championship. Now, I will say this about Cole, by the way, it did appear. Now he has his moves that are a bit goofy at times. But it did appear, at least when he came out at the beginning of the show, and I meant to point this out, and uh, even in this match a little bit, he did seem anxious to get the win. Like, he actually did care about winning the match and beating James Storm for that national title. So I appreciate that about Colt Cabana. Because you want... that's, That's oftentimes the discussion with Colt, is that, is he taking this seriously? People want him to, you know... Give a damn about winning a match, basically. Well, you know, Gary, it's, it's the same thing that goes on in any good wrestling promotion, right? You want people to play to their strengths, not to their weaknesses. Cole Cabana obviously has a strength with that comedy side, but we don't want it to be over-the-top comedy, right? I, I think that I think that the interaction with James Storm and Josephus last week was just perfect for me. I was a big fan of that. And then to see Colt transition in, in, into this role as well, yeah, man, you know, and I'm sure that when he's going for that national title, I'm sure that he's going to be taking that match just as seriously as any champion should. Yeah, and... Uh... Then, uh, yeah, Matt Edwards uh, does mention he loved Colt's stare down with Storm after the match. And, yeah, that mm-hmm. was that's one of the things I'm thinking of, just that look he had in his eyes as he was staring at uh, James Storm as James Storm left the ring area. And, uh, yeah, and uh, James Loris's uh, club, by the way, on Facebook, if you guys want to catch that at 9.05 for the rewatch, is uh, the National Wrestling – or 10 Pounds of Gold National Wrestling Alliance fan club group on Facebook. All right, Adam, this is the part where I thank you and I thank our audience for listening, and we're going to wrap up the podcast portion of this, but everybody on YouTube, stick around because we're going to stay with you. I'm cracking open a cold one, and we're going to talk more NWA, but just something to tease the listeners of the podcast that the real place to be sometimes is live with us at 7.05 every Tuesday night after NWA Power. So we get interactive and we have a lot of fun. Anything else you want to plug out on before we wrap up the podcast portion? I think that's fantastic, my friends. Folks, please continue to interact with Gary and myself and the podcast on all social medias. We are having a great time. We just don't talk about this stuff on the day of on NWA Power Day. By the way, I think that we can start to make that a thing. Happy NWA Power Day to you. I think that we can always start start our Tuesday mornings with that tweet, sending that out. So my friends, definitely interact with us. This is what we want to talk about. Gary and I are obviously extremely passionate about this rebrand, about this new NWA that's that's coming our way every single week. And power is just going to continue to get more and more exciting. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for listening. He is at This Is Rotella. I am at This Is Gary Horn. And the podcast uh, social media is at the NWA pod. So check all those things out. And as always, thanks for listening and join us live because we're going to keep this thing going. All right. And so those, that, no, no, that those jerks are out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just us guys. That's going to be a uh, joke every week, Gary. Every week we're going to end <laughs> it like that. Well, screw those people. Yeah.
F them. They're never going to hear this. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, chat watch room. The, uh, only if they watch the, uh, the, the, the repeat on YouTube, though, because we do keep it up on YouTube the whole time. <laughs> all right, Matt Amato, put the kids to bed because I got the beer out now, and I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm, I'm from South Carolina. I had the UU. Did you hear that earlier? The, the thing I went, UU! I did not hear that. I have no idea what that even means, sir. It's just a real redneck thing to do, I guess. Okay. So, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm not as red as a lot of people around I'm me actually are, wondering, but. Gary, we, we do have a new segment coming to NWA Coffee entitled Gary's Polite Takes. Do you do you own a tie? Do I have to buy you a tie? No, no, no. I've got ties. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, It's not good. all sleepless okay. for me, pal. All right, good. I actually dress nice for my real job, my <laughs> shoot job and stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, this just... Uh, I just, love the I sleeveless know. look tonight, though, my friend. It looks fantastic. It goes great. The tattoos look... Are those skull tattoos and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, there's a there's a Frankenstein monster here. Michael Nurse. This is Cthulhu down here. So that's, that's what's going on there. I've got a Stone wow. Cold Steve Austin Texas Rattlesnake shirt on. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Great. Uh, somebody, I, I met a guy at a bar. No lie, this is yeah. You know, this is this is what you pay for, folks, for the extra stuff. Uh, I'm I'm not in Spartanburg, Joe. I'm in Greenville, but uh, the uh, which Spartanburg, I would definitely have more of a redneck accent. But anyway, uh, so met a guy at a bar, and my buddy and I were sitting around, and this guy sells T-shirts. Adam, I think like your girl Haley does, like uh-huh. buy stuff and resells, you know that sort of thing. And so the guy's talking to him. He's like, yeah, man, I got this haul in today, and I got this Stone Cold Steve Austin real redneck T-shirt, no sleeves or anything, and I don't know how the hell I'm going to sell this. And my buddy's like, hold on a second. I know exactly <laughs> how you're going to sell that. <laughs> and uh, Just whatever grabbed me at the bar and brought me over, and I was like, I will buy that. How much for that shirt? So it was like 20 bucks. So. <laughs> that Sold. is fantastic, <laughs> man. I love this. I love one of the first one of the first comments we have in here from DJ. Uh, uh, kids are in bed. Let let's stab it up. <laughs> <laughs> stab it up is just so weird. Like I just. I'm like, I don't know. I was sitting there. I was like, do you want someone to die tonight? Like, you want someone to get stabbed? Like, they can't stab anybody. That's Elder Sour's trash, though. That's what he does. He tries to get people murdered. All right. Uh, Michael Manning says he's in the market for some NWA pint glasses. That's not a bad idea. I could do that. I would use it every mm-hmm. show, every after mm-hmm. show. Um uh, the kid is refusing to go to bed, Gary. Don't worry. His father has a filthy New Jersey mouth. Bobby is asking, what's with Adam's unusual sense of style? Says Adam looks like Royce Isaacs. We have heard that from David Legata in that interview. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Uh, well, I, I think I think my style just comes from never really giving a crap about how people think I think I look. So this is – I think it's, it's, it's evolved over time, Gary. I, I, I used to wear – even I used to wear very crazy things like lime green shirts, um, just polka dot shirts, things that never matched or anything. And then I, you know, wanted to start dating girls, and uh, <laughs> and so I toned down my style. But now it's just a little weird and, and a little fun. I think it's fantastic, though. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so Paul Lanford is from Spartanburg. See, that's what you do. You don't you don't diss a town because you never know who's listening. <laughs> 
Uh, Sparkle City, they call it. Uh, Paul Lanford. I'm all hyped up about do it. I'll come at you like a squirrel monkey. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I. Anyway, uh, Elder Sour has. I have a stab them up shirt made already. So I love that. You that's, can imagine that's very that. smart. I like that. Uh, Andrew McKinney says checking in outside of Asheville, North Carolina. Some of my best people are over there. Uh, when this thing is over, I think we should reestablish mid Atlantic wrestling together. You know, it's funny you say that Andrew McKinney, there is apparently a mid Atlantic sportatorium somewhere nearby where you are because Bruce Mitchell, who's been on the show, if you haven't listened to that, he gives us the history of uh, studio wrestling. Adam doesn't like him because he's part of the uh, mainstream wrestling media, but uh, <laughs> but Bruce is a good guy, and he is out of Greensboro, and he goes to uh, some kind of mid-Atlantic wrestling uh, up there, so I don't know. It's just weird. I, there's there's already something going on there. He, in fact, he even pitched to me, and I think we've set it up. Just uh, if you want to scoop scoops with the Z, uh, there's a guy wrestling over there uh, named Eric Eric Royal A R I C K Royal, and he might be their champion. Big black dude. Yeah, uh, it's hard to miss. He's he's he looks tough, but uh, he is has been pitched to Lagana officially now after uh, Bruce and I talked, Bruce mentioned him and uh, just don't be surprised if you see that guy show up. Let's say that. Well, Hey man, you know, the NWA obviously looking for a whole different type of person. And that exactly sounds like what the NWA is looking for. If the guy can talk, I'm sure that I'm sure that I'm sure that the NWA can find some space for a giant man. So yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, it seems like that's his skill set. He is, he is like a big, big personality. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I've got no backstage. Adam and I aren't like officially backstage with the NWA or something. So don't take anything I say huh. as gospel. Yeah. I'm just saying, I know that the name has been thrown out there and, uh, Video has been sent or something, possibly. Just we uh, are, that's a little We are <laughs> as far front stage as you can possibly be, my friends. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, DJ Burgatroyd, if I was to offer a piece of constructive feedback, it would be that I love the snappy pace of NWA Power, but I hope when it's the right time, they know when to linger and let things breathe. I can see that. I can see that. I... Well, I felt like even with the Thunder Rosa segment today, like it, it lingered just a bit, you know, like I, I, I get what you're saying. There's a lot packed into an NWA power, but I, I, I think Lagana sees that too. Am I wrong, Adam? Well, hey, man, you know, I, I think that when it comes to the NWA right now, especially with power, what are we trying to do with these power episodes? We're trying to gain attention from everyone else out there that hasn't been watching 10 Pounds of Gold, that hasn't known that the NWA has been around this whole time. So what power does is it grabs your attention and it keeps you for that whole hour. I mean, Gary, I barely have time to send out tweets. I think I sent out one thing and it was about the 
question mark and that was it. So the, 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 the way that they do this, I think is to grab your attention and to hold it. And then my, my friends, we got a pay-per-view coming up. Let's see what they bring us for that pay-per-view. Cause I have a feeling it's going to be, it's going to be in it's going to be in the studio. It's going to have that studio vibe, but we're also going to have a lot more time and we're going to have a lot more patience on that pay-per-view as well. It's going to be a whole day for just the pay-per-view. They're not trying to tape things after one after the other after the other. So I think let's see how the pay-per-view goes and then we can uh, reassess that one a little bit later on. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and, and, and DJ Murgatroyd definitely says that uh, it's minor stuff. Yeah, I, I get it. And I don't think we think anybody here is like trying to be like overly critical. We're just we're talking. That's what we're here for. We're, we're uh, spitball and workshop at ideas. Just think it out loud. That's OK. Uh, Matt Amato, I just would like to shout you out that I saw what you did there. You posted something and retracted it. And good call there because some people, including my co-host, would not know what you were talking about so you should not spoil it for my boy thank you thank you very <laughs> so much thank I, you. I appreciate you Matt, for pulling that back i was looking at that and i was like oh god i hope adam doesn't see that. i i did not re- I'm, I'm waiting for his honest reaction for all of that stuff and hey that's that's i think that's why we work so well on this thing because gary being in the studios for that stuff and then me being outside it's been a really good dynamic between us right now and all of these other folks that have never been to the tv taping which is a lot of people uh you know it's 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 fun not knowing what's going to happen in wrestling, Gary. And it's, I, I think that the NWA, the way that, the way that they're set up is that there's only a few people that work inside of that inner circle right now that the most important thing in wrestling, which I feel is secrets, can, uh, can definitely be kept right now. There's no dirt sheets out there that know what the NWA is going to do. There's no hot tip hotline out there. There's no 1-900 yet. Holy Jesus. That's a good idea, Adam. Gary, we're going to start that thing pretty soon. But there's 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 nothing. A nine hundred like, number. Yeah, man. There's a nine hundred uh, Starks line. Well, you know what? We're going to piggyback off of that thing, my friends. We're we're, we're going to be the the uh, the uh, dirt sheet daddies. I, I actually no, that's going to go very bad. In, in so a, you want <laughs> dirt one nine hundred dirt sheet daddies? I don't I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pour yourself a kayfabe cocktail, folks. <laughs> Call one nine hundred dirt cheap daddies. <laughs> that might do very well in a few demographics. <laughs> yeah, it might. It might. Uh, uh, let's see here. And uh, Spartan Vegas, get it right. I saw the Road Warriors ball a fan for Swingo, the swinging on them at the Spartanburg Memorial. Saw many NWA TV tapings there as a kid. Good for you, Paul. I uh, yeah, I I didn't grow up here originally, so it uh, you know, I missed a lot of that NWA stuff. I've mentioned on the podcast in early episodes that I grew up a WWF guy, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm learning about the NWA as we go myself. So no need to apologize, though, Matt uh, Amato. I was just pointing out that I'm glad that you did pull it. You know. Nobody was going to scream or curse at you, but just, you know, I appreciate that Adam didn't see anything. I did not. All right. Uh, Paul Lamford also saw Starcade 86 on closed circuit uh, in Spartanburg. Well, Paul, you must be 87 years old. (laughs) I'm just kidding, kidding, Paul. 
<laughs> Paul Lanford is actually a fantastic truck driver. He has pulled over on the side of the road just to watch us tonight, my friend. So thank you, DP, oh, for doing that, my bad. That's great, Paul. Thank you. That's really cool. Uh, I, I, I met um, another guy named uh, – I think he's like Beegis Philbin on social media, but it's BJ is his name. I met him at Crockett Cup, and he listens to the podcast very religiously. Cool guy, truck driver. And uh, he actually went to he, – he arranged his routes for that week just for him to end up in, uh, in Charlotte or whatever just for Crockett Cup. And, you know, it was just really cool. It was fun to hear somebody have that kind of story. All right. Uh, let's see. DJ Murgatroyd. Taping. It's all live. Yeah, you're right. It's live. Matthew Amato says Adam needs to market Josephus foot powder as for his favorite jobber. Oh, oh first of all, jo- Josephus <laughs> is nowhere is nowhere near a, 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 a jobber, my friends. He is the leader of the kingdom of Josephus, the keeper of all knowledge, the disciple of the spiritual advisor. He decimated, deconstructed, and something else that begins with a D, Tim Storm, the former NWA World's Champion in the empty arena match. Josephus is no jobber, my friends. But actually, no, I think there's a lot of things that the NWA is making that are easily, easily would be able to go into retail right away. You know, one of the things that I've been talking about, and I'm going to keep talking about it, is Mama Storm action figures. Because why are we invested in Mama Storm? Have, when, when, when you buy a wrestling shirt, Gary, do you buy the wrestling shirt because of what it says? Yeah, we like what it says. Or do you buy a wrestling shirt because you want to support that wrestler, because you want to show your support, because you want to be a part of that vibe that the wrestler gives you? I think that Mama Storm action figures would be fantastic, especially the packaging that we could put them in. I know that that's a very wild, out there statement, but that's why you folks tune in for at least my content. <laughs> well, if you listen to the interview, he mentions that somebody had pitched him like he had somebody had made up a shirt, one of his buddies or something had made up a shirt and it was like Mama Storm, uh, Mama Storm's baby boy established 1964 or something. And he's like, who would buy that? And I was like, I would buy that. Well, yeah, I think, <laughs> like if, I, uh, I, I think if the shirt would rhyme, I would, I, I would buy that, you know, Mama Storm, uh, baby boy established in 1984 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool. But uh, all right, uh, let's see what else is next. DJ Murgatroyd Nick Aldis has had a different suit on each week. Yeah, Aldis has got a suit. But back on that interview with him, I'm sorry to keep referencing this, but it's been nice, like actually having conversations with these folks. I th- we talked about his suits a little bit, and I think he said he had like 13 or something different suits that he could switch in and out different pieces or something like that in there. Cause uh, yeah, he, he definitely got a question from uh, the folks at home about uh, what's, what's your favorite, uh, you know, suit maker or something like that. It was, but uh, James Lawrence, I grew up in Jim Crockett's mid Atlantic wrestling territory. I'm a time Lord from Gallifrey and I'm 2000 years old. Now the fact that I said Gallifrey, you already know that I know what you're talking about. James Lawrence, do you know what I'm talking about, Adam Rotella? 
I have no, test. I, I, I have no idea, but uh, <laughs> being part reptilian, I, I definitely have traveled between time and space and realities. So, yeah, man, I got gotcha. you. Uh, James Lawrence was making a Doctor Who reference. Doctor Who uh, from England, where our world's heavyweight champion is from. Who um, probably well, doesn't I, I watch do, Doctor Who? I, I do have a don't. I do have a don't panic tattoo, which is Hick- Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is you know from over there too. So, and uh, does that does that earn me? Does that earn me any points? <laughs> yeah, it earns you all the points. Hitchhiker's Guide tattoo. Yeah, I, I think that's good. That's properly sci-fi nerdy. Uh, what would your ideal length of the Into the Fire pay-per-view be? I think two, two and a half. You, Gary? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I'm I'm all for like within three hours. Mm-hmm. That's like the standard I've always known. It's not until you know recently that this four and a half hour, five hour crap started happening. <laughs> now I'm just like, oh my god! Like, well, I mean, what what if they wear you out? What if it's this? What if it's what if it's two hours and then they only charge us ten dollars? You know, like who who knows what the price is going to be? I mean, is is the is, is 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 the roster even big enough to have a, a two and a half three hour pay per view? I mean, I, I I don't even think that we could have that many matches at this point. Yeah, that's a good point. Because. Um, I'll tell you what, yeah, you know, here I go again. In our Legata interview, he even references this to Jim Cornette. was like, you're not even pushing any matches for the pay-per-view. Well, that's something to look for. Like, by the time NWA Power wraps, like, at least the episodes, they don't, at least they're live. They had not established. I, I will say this. By the time the TV tapings wrapped, I have a pretty solid idea of what the main event will be. Uh, you know, and obviously a world's heavyweight championship match. I don't think that would be spoiling too much to say. And I think I know what that matchup will be. But uh, other than that, I mean, I could probably take some wild guesses on, you know, what other matches, like as far as like your national title or your tag team titles and that sort of thing, like based on what I saw. But they definitely were not like hammering in any specific matches uh, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, and, 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 you know, man, I mean, because, again, let, let, let's go back to what we always say. When has the NWA ever done anything that the NWA doesn't want to do? The NWA is wanting to be very different right now. So I'm even putting it in my own head that maybe a two, two and a half hour pay-per-view for something that is significantly lower than what everyone else is charging right now would be completely fine and completely fit into someone's Saturday afternoon. I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to a two and a half hour pay-per-view. I'm not opposed to a two hour pay-per-view. I got, I got stuff to do. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I, I think, uh, Lakata mentioned it and I think he's right that this audience will just be on board. Like they'll, they'll mm-hmm. accept it. Like the mm-hmm. people that are falling in love with it now are going to know that they're going to deliver. And just they'll tune in. And and he also did hint that, you know, between the show, there's also the opportunity for 10 pounds of gold and other things, the various things they do through YouTube to build up matches and and other stuff. So it's uh, it's it's not I, I think they'll I think they've got a plan and I, I think they'll follow through with it. We'll know kind of what to expect. 
Gary, tell Adam I was just playing about calling Josephus a jobber, but I feel like he needs his kingdom back. The spiritual advisor. Maybe Shannon Moore and Crazy Steve, too. Well, I, 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 I do not know if the kingdom of Josephus will, will return anytime soon. It, it, it seems like the kingdom of Josephus is kind of fading away at the moment, and that's okay. That's okay. I, I think that what we got from 10 Pounds of Gold was fantastic. It, it really showed in that ninth episode of 10 Pounds of Gold, it really started to show the sense of humor that the NWA might be, might be having when he kneeled in front of the Vince McMahon star on Hollywood Boulevard and with, with all those Harry, Hari Krishnas chanting around him with just, was just so perfect that those guys were even there to begin with. But, uh, you know, I, I still think that there, there's big things for Josephus in the future. I know that there's big things for Josephus in the future, and so uh, just hold tight. But I would not; it would not hurt me if the spiritual advisor showed up because I have a weird, ball-headed spiritual advisor fetish. But that's that's a that's a whole other thing that we could talk about over a kayfabe cocktail sometime. Um, the uh, here's one: Do you think the finishes by non-finishers will continue? If so, do you think it will grow stale? That's a good question. Um, let me let me let me jump right in on this one, my man. One of the things that uh, is uh, grinding my gears with uh, some of the other promotions out there is that these big moves happen and then nothing happens afterwards. Like there's there's there people are up and they're jumping around. They're doing freaking jumping jacks after a freaking plancha or whatever the hell they call those things. So to, to, to see matches end quickly and to see matches that are able to end at any time, no, man, that's not going to get old. What, what the NWA is doing in, 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 in my brain is they're, they're trying to uh, re-establish re, uh, re this to the wrestling fan. They're trying to let the wrestling fan know that, hey, this match can end at any time. You never know when it's going to end. And so is there a finishing move? Is there not a finishing move? That doesn't really matter right now we need to recondition the audience into believing that this is an actual thing that's happening yeah i I can see what you're saying i i do like the idea of finishers don't get me wrong um i i i see that but yeah it's one of those things that maybe along with entrance music they're trying to recondition us for something different um i i like i like finishers uh I like entrance music too. So, uh, Billy Corgan did confirm, by the way, on his uh, interview on Pro Wrestling Insider that uh, there will be entrance music in the pay per view. So, he, he Legata gave us kind of a if, and Billy Corgan kind of sounded more. Absolutely. You know, man, and I think that's 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 great for the pay-per-views. And let's let's go back to that finishing statement just for one quick second. How has every single championship match ended in the NWA so far? It hasn't been from a finisher. It's, it's been out of the blue. It's been it's been a roll up. It's been it's been a surprise. So every single major match, every match that the masses have watched, has seen it end that way. So we got to pay attention to what the masses are seeing as well. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely for the idea that the that can happen and it needs to happen regularly enough because I think what happens is is if when you can establish that for instance Aaron Stevens versus Ricky Starks today that Ricky Starks hits that roll up and mm-hmm. gets the pin then you establish that 
every pinfall matters because mm-hmm. this could be it and you don't know. So that I think can only enhance the experience of watching the match. Exactly. You've got to pay attention because you don't know when it's coming and uh, that, that can't hurt anything. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying I, I would rely on finishers or anything either. I, I think guys having like a signature move or two is, is cool, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think, I don't see why it would grow stale if people can win through a roll up mm-hmm. or just hitting the right move at the right time. Like it, it, it makes it more believable and just, you know, just out of the blue, this thing could be over. Uh, I haven't seen much about time limit draws yet, but I, that's something that this organization, you probably haven't heard of Adam, but there's a AEW does time mm, limits. Never heard of them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's a weird thing for some people and they've had like a pretty, couple of significant matches in with time limits i'm actually for that idea i think time limit draws are okay sometimes uh because that establishes that you know like these guys go at it and they've got it you know and if you if you let it happen a couple of times that becomes like another layer on top of the match that like they got to get this thing done and if somebody doesn't win this could just be a draw and yeah it's disappointing but that just gives a little bit more like intensity to the match that like, Hey, this last five minutes, they're about to go all in to try to get this thing done. They need the win, not a draw. I, all that stuff only helps as far as I'm concerned. All right. And, uh, let's see. Is there only one more episode till the tape again in December? Uh, no, no, they're there. I mean, I would say there's at least four or five more episodes. Yeah. That they've got that, that all of this stuff you're seeing. We saw in the first night of tapings. So this, this might've been the last one on the first night, maybe if I'm remembering, but I, I honestly, I can't remember for sure, but uh, there's, there's definitely a lot more to come as far as NWA power goes. Dude. And that's, that's one of the most exciting things right now. If they've, if they've gotten this much content out of one day of, of taping, imagine, imagine what's left. Imagine what a whole day of taping at, at, at a pay-per-view, a live pay-per-view is going to be bringing us. So they're proving to their audience right now that they, that this is appointment viewing. It does, doesn't have to be appointment viewing right at 605. It's just appointment viewing within your week. And I think that if, if the NWA can get into people's consciousness that way, hey, let's watch the NWA whatever. I hear that the NWA did good this week. I'll, I'll watch it whatever. Once we start to get into their consciousness that way, dude, that's when the snowball starts to roll. And I'm very excited for that moment, which is probably going to take a long time, by the way, folks. Yeah. Yeah, a good way to tell uh, when the nights are is that if you were to look at this like it were live, uh, I have not changed clothes for like four weeks. So I'm in the <laughs> second row. So it looks like I just continuously wear the same outfit. So you can know because then I'm going to switch outfits and I'll wear that for another four or five weeks. So <laughs> Just like real or, life. Yeah, just like real life. I'll be this. Oh, man, I showered this evening and I'll be wearing this all week long, folks, <laughs> till November 1st. This is my outfit. All right. Uh, let's see. That's an incredible book. 42 is a reference to a computer programmers for an asterisk. Life is an asterisk for everyone. That sounds like some nerdy shit that maybe you know more about, Adam, than I do. Yeah, 42 is actually the meaning of life as well. 
and three people in this room might get that. All right. <laughs> All right. And let's see. What's next? Uh, nothing better than fixing a plumbing problem and listening to the NWA podcast live. <laughs> so sorry you're having that plumbing problem, uh, TurboCast channel. You uh, that, that sounds terrible. And I'm glad that I'm not fixing a plumbing problem. But glad we could help you through it. It's what we do. Yeah. Uh, Adam, how are you feeling? Because we got a little ways to go still. Are you, you good? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We're working our way down the chat. Usually we do it about an extra 30 minutes, but I mean, you guys are all still here, so uh, we're here too. Uh, what did you think of the Power Extra episode released today? Is this one of the new YouTube series Mr. Corgan mentioned? Yeah, Mr. Corgan did mention that, especially on the Pro Wrestling Insider thing, that, that David pitched some stuff, and they had like a few ideas for, for content like that they could do. This was just one of... NW Power is one of the ideas they have. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think that this thing, uh, when, when we heard the voiceover of it, is actually the voiceover from what they used to use for their audio network, which I think was around for maybe a week or two. And then uh, kind of they, they, they kind of just, I don't know, forgot about it, didn't do anything with it, waited for me and Gary to show up and do something with it. That's what we're hoping. That's what we're hoping, my friends. <laughs> um, but that that's that that robotic voice is from that. So could this be something? I, I don't think that this could be a whole series. I think it's a great little recap to throw out there throughout the day to get people talking on social media, get people using the hashtag NWA power so that it starts to trend a little bit sooner in the day. All of these things are connected, my friends. The NWA, Mr. William Patrick Corrigan, does not do anything unless it's very well planned and thought out. So I, I, I think that it's just a way to get more attention and to get people talking about the episode a lot sooner. And also, you know, to send to your friend, like, hey, check this out tonight. Here's, here's a quick little two-minute recap. It's, I think it's perfect for stuff like that. I agree. I, I really like that idea. Do I know if that's what Corgan was talking about when he talked about uh, other ideas? No, I don't. I don't know. I, he sounded like he had some ideas for other show opportunities, like the way that wrestling mm -hmm. was presented. So uh, I don't know. All of this seems like maybe it was a spinoff of like, you know, once you start one thing, like he Lagana is like editing together NWA power episodes. And he's like, you know what? Actually, we could do this other thing. Adam and I do this constantly. We're like, oh, hey, we could do this and we could, you know, so maybe who knows? Who knows what's on their mind? Uh, I'll ask them and I guarantee you they won't tell us. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Paul Lanford says, I'm all for non-traditional finishers. We're with you. Michael Manning. Damn right, Adam. They aren't boring, long-staged matches. Such an improvement. Yeah, I actually agree with that, too. And uh, I like matches ending unexpectedly. The whole point of the contest is to pin or submit the opponent. If you can do it with a schoolboy, that's fine. A W is a W. That's from Andrew McKinney. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's legit. Like, I mean, why would a wrestler go for a move that they don't think is going to work? So clearly you should make it work sometimes. Like, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, it's, 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 
If, 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 I'm, if I'm watching a wrestling contest and I see someone waiting and standing there to catch somebody, move out of the way. What are you doing? Just get out of the way. I can't do it anymore, Gary. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. All right. Adam's freaking out. We're going to lose him here. <laughs> He's just fast. can't do it. Is Haley there, Adam? Is no. she watching your breakdown? No, she's at work, but she's been she's been watching the breakdown a whole lot longer than you folks have been. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, I like that line of thinking. I think I do need a reconditioning since the other organization was all I had to watch for quite a while. Hey, what, what Adam was talking about with that polite thing was I, I, I put out a tweet the other day that I was just, you know, Monday night, or so it was yesterday. I I just completely forgot Raw was on until I checked in on Twitter and saw people tweeting about Raw and being disappointed with certain things. And it feels like I mean maybe maybe it's not everybody. Maybe there's a lot of people that love it, but I see a lot of bitching and moaning about stuff like Monday Night Raw. And I was just kind of like, man, I don't want to be a negative guy, but. I kind of forgot Raw was a thing, and I don't care about SmackDown that much. And it's not me trying to crap on another organization, but because I will say, like, I've seen a little bit of the NXT stuff, and I think it's good. And AEW is solid. None of these are places Adam's heard of, again. But uh, between those two and NWA, that's legit stuff. And that already is like five hours of wrestling. So the the idea that people have more time on their hands to watch, like I don't even know where I'd find the time to even give a damn about Monday Night Raw or SmackDown right now. Like I don't care. Like legitimately they lost me. I was already burnt out on them. I canceled the network probably six or seven months ago. I just, I, I wasn't doing it. The only thing that ever makes me think about getting the network back right now is the NWA content that is on there. Like the older NWA stuff. Like if I can get into this digging into history thing, like maybe it will have some value to me at that point. But otherwise, I don't know, man, I just don't have enough time to, to worry about it. It's, it's NWA all day for me because of this, and then it's, you know, if I get some extra time, I will throw on one or both of the other organizations and watch those. But Raw and SmackDown to me is like a distant fourth and fifth place. Or, you know what? I even, I'll, I'll throw an MLW just to throw it out there on YouTube sometimes. So let's call it fifth and sixth place because I just, I, I don't think it's very good, honestly. Yeah, man, just it's just it's just a little too long for me. I think that my my attention span started to wane away from the 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 small startup promotion, the WWE, uh, around Royal Rumble time when I when I went, and you know there, there there's two Rumble matches. What are we doing? You know, there like each of those matches take an hour, so it eh, doesn't matter. I've 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 never heard of them. Oh, Nick Aldis is showing you up. Who said that? DJ Murgatroyd, what are you talking about? I agree, Murgatroyd, it was a finish that made sense for their size discrepancy. I, I, I'm i not sure I follow, but I would love it. Nick Aldis is a big dude, by the way. Adam, you've met him in person, right? Like, he's a. I've awkwardly uh, met him, yeah. Sure have. Yeah. 
He's a bigger guy than you think. Like he is solid hunk of man right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dreamy. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Do y'all listen to Busted Open on Sirius XM? Uh, I don't have Sirius, but I I, I do check into their uh when they post stuff up on youtube and stuff sometimes i i listen to them what about you uh i they they have a a podcast now which is usually around a half hour to an hour of just the the main points of of the show so i'll I'll throw that in my ears every now and then doing social engagement for sure yeah uh all right sorry i'm trying to catch us up with this thing oh hey adam Adam Rotella is, is a posting from This is the NWA Podcast, Final Questions. And now there's uh, 20 more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm moving through. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm holding this up. All right. Uh, I love just watching NWA at the moment and having a strange feeling of wanting more. No, that's 100% how I feel every single week, and I love that about it. I hate that it's over, but at the same time, I'm like, when's the last time of freaking wrestling show made you want more by the time you're finished with monday night raw or smackdown you're kind of like all right well that's it for this week yeah i'm I'm taking some time off until next week every time nwa ends i'm like oh oh i could watch a little bit more of that i wish wish i could know what's gonna happen next well you know that's what you want to do exactly even after uh my, my my girlfriend watches it last week her immediately action was is it over already and she never says that about a wrestling show so that was awesome we know what she says it about oh you son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) anyway so (laughs) uh I quit WWE a couple of weeks ago. I left my subscription go as well. I've already watched all the territory stuff anyway. Yeah, I get it, James. That's that's exactly how I felt. Uh, I was trying – what I was doing on there the last little while that I had it was uh, I was watching like, like old ECW and old NWA. Like I was watching like uh, uh, world – not world championship wrestling. Um, oh, what's that old Texas territory that had uh, like the Vod Eriks and stuff? I was trying to watch some old stuff, but – Anyway, uh, favorite episode of Power so far? I think today's was my favorite overall. Uh, Adam, you need more kayfabe cocktails, being told in the chat room. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm that schmuck Joe in North Carolina that calls in all the time. I don't, do do you have call ins? Uh, no, I, I, the, I, I don't, I feel they, they usually cut out the call-ins and it's usually just the monologues on busted open radio, but hi, Joe. Oh, hi, Joe. Okay. Sorry. I'm following up. Uh, all right. Sorry. I'm listening to, here's the only question that matters. When is NWA coffee going to have a commercial on NWA power? That that could be very that that could be achievable. I think Gary. I, I I think that that could be achievable. I think a commercial for our podcast here could be achievable as well. Yes, I agree. I I think that eventually we are going to have a commercial, and uh, I can't wait. And yes, everyone, WCCW was it? I thought it was crazy. I kept saying WCW, but yeah, it was WCCW, World Class Championship Wrestling. I was watching that stuff. And, uh, you know, by the way, have you guys, you know, again, not promoting it. Can you hear my dogs in the background? 
because they are going ape shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. Content is content, folks. Content is content. This is live, baby. Anyway, that means my wife's getting home, so she's not she's not staying out all night drinking kayfabe cocktails herself. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, the Von Erics, Kevin Von Eric is on MLW with his is it his nephews? Those guys. Uh, God, I can't remember their names. Anyway, there's a tag team, the Von Erics. Those guys, like immediately when I see them on MLW and the little bit I watch of them, they need to show up in NWA. That's where they belong. Those guys, they've got that classic thing going on. And uh, if you haven't seen them anyway, the Von Erics, they're good. They well, look bad. You know, man, I think one of the things that we can definitely say about the NWA so far and uh, what's been happening with the with the show power is that we know that every single pro wrestler has watched this. There's no question about that. And there has to be a consensus out there that from the tippy, tippy top to the person just starting out that I want to be there. I want to be a part of something like this. It, it, it just makes sense, man. It's so different. It's so fresh. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? Gary and I want to be a part of it. Absolutely, man. I even saw freaking Natalia from WWE like commenting on an NWA post the other day. Like they see it. They know it's out there. They would do it. I mean, the only thing that stops them, honestly, is that you're dealing with a product that is starting out. It's early. It's it's this is a company regrowth. I mean, I know the NWA used to be the place to be for wrestling, but you have to think it's been kind of on the look at that cat. Just a big old cat. Uh, I agree, Andrew McKinney, the NWA is the tippy top, but they've got to get their way there. Uh, if you go get, I feel like I'm constantly like doing this cheap plug. And thing, you should. Like, and you should. It's good interviews. But in the oldest interview, the oldest interview, we talk about Marty Skrull. And uh, Marty Skrull's contract's coming up, I believe, uh, this month, this coming month or the next month in, in Ring of Honor. And Marty Skrull's going to be looking for something else, I think. Unless Ring of Honor is really getting their, for lack of a better term, unless Ring of Honor is getting their shit together and about to offer him a buttload of money to stay, uh, Marty Skrull's moving on. And, you know, I think... Uh, having met him at Crockett Cup for the VIP weekend and stuff like that, I think he'd love to work for the NWA. And Aldis, as his best friend, I think that he thinks he would love to work for the NWA. But I, at the end of the day, it's going to be money. Is, yeah, is what's I, I, be I think his wings would, would, would get caught in the curtains. Fair enough. But <laughs> Marty Skrull's an excellent wrestler. He's got a lot going for him. But he's going to be one of those guys that is uh he's aew and wwe are both i guarantee you going to be looking at him so is the nwa going to be able to match whatever those guys do probably not probably probably not even going to try look at that cat he's a beastly cat that cat looks as big as adam like what's going on there i need to read superstar body uh, Poseidon Soundius says he's going to AEW. Probably. Yeah, that's where his other boys are. 
Uh, Von Erickson, NWA would be fantastic. Guys, thanks for letting me participate, but I got to get ready to host the Power Watch Party. Yeah, and my wife's home, which means she's going to go on a Halloween's our time. And uh, we watch a horror movie every day in October. So, and yes, Paul, I think his contract may, it may already be up. Who knows? But thank you guys so much for participating in the chat. It's, a, it's an honor that any of you want to be just here right now talking to us. And uh, we love building this community. So please spread the word. Yeah. Tell everybody you know. And, like, let, come- and, and let me just say too, man, the way that people are talking in the chat, there's, there's, there's communication between people between each other in the chat people are are already ribbing us and having a good time with us this is this is fantastic there's 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 nothing there's nothing wrong about this foundation that we're growing right now and i am so excited about what's next absolutely that's the thing i mean we just want you to know we appreciate you and uh we we hope to do this again next week and uh thank you uh Great show, guys. Best NWA Power Post show. Thank you so much. We want to continue this. We want to do this every single week. We want this audience to grow. We want you guys to feel free, feel loose, talk, talk shit about us, whatever. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's build an audience because that's the way this thing is going to work. That's what the NWA is going to try to do, and we all seem to love it. It sounds like everybody here right now loves the NWA, and we're the ones that are going to make it happen. We just have to be on fire for it like this. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be here. James, good luck with your uh, post show on Facebook. And uh, yeah, Joe, it is, it's not a secret club if you tell other people about it. So feel free to tell other people about it. It's, uh, he, he feels like he stumbled upon a secret club. But no, we want, we want the world to be here. We, we're yep. just trying to do our part to make our favorite wrestling relevant and as big a deal as it should be because we're sick of the other stuff honestly and uh just you know not trying to talk trash but we're just here we're trying to celebrate what we've got i hear my wife like right outside the door she is like doing stuff jennifer is that you come here (laughs) come here let the people see you the last running can I this see is me? a yeah. Hi. I can see you. Hello. That's my wife, Jennifer. Hello. There she is. <laughs> all right, I'm leaving. All right, she's she's out. She's done. All right. So all of you who stayed longer, you got to see Jennifer. What a scoop. <laughs> what a scoop. Adam, I know you got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. She's waiting on me. So we got to bail. Thank you guys for sticking around. This was awesome. Thank you, Gary. Bye, everybody. See you later, folks. Oh.